Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. This recording is the Christmas to Sunday service for January 3rd, 2021, by the Episcopal Diocese of Marquette County, featuring music by Jan Broderson, Janice Peterson, and a musical feature by Amanda Didums, Marin Dowdy, Michael Waite, Moses Waite, with dancer Evelyn Rose. So good morning, everybody, and Happy New Year. I think the count of us is up to 30-something. Um, so it's good to see you all. I hope you had a really nice, relaxing season. Um, I imagine many people were like us, doing their children and grandchildren or socially distanced anyway. It's always a treat for us to go over to my son's house on a porch and a, a window, like a baby window kind of thing. and um, so they can see when people come in the driveway. And so far they have been hidden from me when they see me come into the driveway. But <laughs> they have to, my grandson standing in the window and he's just, the smile on his face is just worth every second of standing out in the cold. So that's been a real plus for us. Um, so yes, we have Jim Martindale as our presider today and Jack Lenton is going to treat us with the sermon. So. Let's begin.
Behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Bring our fear into the light of love. We prefer to hide in the shadows. Lord, have mercy. You promise healing for the earth. We turn our backs on our common world. Christ, have mercy. You come near in the vulnerable word made flesh. We worship distant idols of celebrity and power. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips. And our mouth will proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. To us a child is born. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. 
give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. This should be Ginny Grebo, Grebo, right? Yes. Ginny, are you un unmuted? I am now. May we start over? I'm sorry. Let's start that over again. I'm so sorry. How dear to me is your dwelling, O Lord of hosts. My soul has a desire and longing for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God. The sparrow has found her a house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young by the side of your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Happy are they who dwell in your house. They will always be praising you. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on the pilgrim's way. Those who, those who go through the desolate valley will find a place of spirit of springs, for the early rains have covered it with pools of water. They will climb from height to height, and the God of gods will reveal himself in Zion. Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob. Behold our defender, O God, and look upon the face of your anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, Save, O Lord, your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I am going to bring them and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth. Among them are the blind, the lame, those with child and those in labor, together, a great company, they shall return here. With weeping they shall come, and with consolations I will lead them back. I will let them walk by brooks of water, in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the words of the Lord, O nations, and declare in the coastlands far away. Say, he who scattered Israel will gather him, and will keep him as a shepherd of flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud at the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall become like a watered garden, and they shall never languish again. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. The Song of Mary My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor 
on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones, and has lifted up the lowly. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory, Glory to, the, to Father, the Father, and to the, and Son, to the Son, and, and to, to the Holy Spirit. Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it's now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Paul's letter to the church of Ephesus. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, and for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe? Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. The Song of the Redeemed O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth. O King of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory, Glory to, the to the Father, Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever.
reading from Matthew's Gospel. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is this child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chiefs, priests, and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Well, good morning, everyone. Hope everybody can hear me. Um, my name is Jack Lenton from St. John's Church in Nagani. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's Gospel reading we have the very familiar story of the wise men. Um, it is a story of a group of travelers coming from the east in search of a young child that would be king. They were astronomers, or perhaps more accurately described as astrologers, part scientists, part magic men, who had been following a strange celestial phenomenon that they interpreted as being a new star in the heavens that symbolized the birth of a great king. We also have King Herod, Herod the Great as history knows him, the quintessential bad guy having been informed of the birth of this child Jesus, now looked to deceive the travelers in order to discover the whereabouts of the child and destroy him, and in so doing put an end to the threat that Jesus now presented. But these wise men, actually being wise men, double-crossed Herod, and after finding and paying tribute to the boy, young boy, took an alternative route back to their homeland, 
in order that Jesus may be spared. And as they returned to their home, they celebrated and rejoiced in all that they had witnessed. The Gospel reading actually continues as it describes the family's move from Bethlehem to Egypt, where they fled after Joseph had been warned in a dream about the continuing threat to his newborn son. It was only after Herod's death that they were safe to return and where they settled in Nazareth so that the uh, prophecy could be fulfilled that he would be a Nazarene. Matthew presents us with a somewhat conflicting story. On the one hand, we have the story of the birth of Jesus being announced to the world. The appearance of a star in the heavens, the birth of this child, is not only made known to the poor shepherds minding their flocks nearby, but to the entire world. And as the appearance of the wise men demonstrates, the entire world is beginning to take notice. But this would not be an easy life. Jesus will not live a life of luxury and privilege. He will not have great social status or wield any significant political power, at least not in the way that we typically measure power. And as the story of Herod and the killing of the Holy Innocents demonstrates, his life will be in constant jeopardy. The church seasons move very quickly now, going from Advent to Christmas to Epiphany and then to Lent. It seems sometimes we hardly have time to really contemplate what's taking place. Much of what was written, I'm sure, was folklore as much as fact, written to fill the gaps and complete a picture and to show a prophecy of a Messiah that had been predicted for centuries and was now finally coming into being. The point of these gospel readings is not so much to give a factual accounting of Jesus' birth and childhood, but rather to show that from the very beginning, Jesus was making an impact. He was special, unique, no ordinary human being not just to the own people, but as the appearance of the wise men demonstrates this, was a child who would be king for the entire world. The presence of these travelers from the East was put into this story by Matthews to demonstrate that the birth of this child was not simply a Jewish event. It was not an event for the select few, but was an event that would have worldwide significance. For this child, humbly born in a stable, raised by a simple carpenter and his young bride, would change the entire world. Every kingdom, every king, would come to bow down before this new king, not because of the power he wielded, but because of the boundless love, <coughs> boundless love he showed and continues to show us, because he was, in fact, the Son of God. That is why, while the heavens celebrated Jesus' birth, the kings and the governors and the potentates of the time, the idea of this child born and prophesied to be king was indeed a real threat. Just as Jesus was seen as a threat to Pontius Pilate so many years later, Jesus, even as an infant, was perceived as a threat to Herod. And Herod, being the, the jealous and paranoid leader that he was, was not about to sit idly by. <clears throat> and see his kingdom and his power base slip away. From the very beginning, 
And throughout his life, Jesus was both honored and feared, beloved and despised. He sparked a whole spectrum of emotions. The rabbis and the Pharisees of the temple didn't know what to make of him. The Roman authorities didn't know what to make of him. Even his own family, his parents, his kindred, probably didn't really know what to make of him. Here was a boy who would grow to be a man shunned by some out of fear and distrust and misunderstanding, and yet still able to draw so many people in and touch so many lives in such a profound way and meaningful ways as to gain a following like no one before. It could not have been an easy life. Yet Jesus was driven with a solitary purpose to preach the good news and to bring the world word of God to the hearts of all humankind. He would not be swayed or deterred or intimidated or silenced, no matter what authority he faced. His purpose superseded all possible threats and was worth any risk necessary. The devil could not tempt him in the wilderness, nor the threat of death at the hands of the Romans. Even his own parents, Mary and Joseph, could not turn him away from what he knew to be his true calling and true mission. The meaning of Christmas fundamentally is the celebration of God's coming into the world, not with fanfare or pageantry, but with quiet humility and grace. His was not a kingdom based on conquest. His was not a kingdom that would come into being through violence or oppression, but rather through love. Unconditional, unwavering, boundless love for each and every one of us. Moreover, the story of Christmas is not just a story of a distant event in some faraway place, but it was and is a story to be heard over and over and over again by all and spread by all throughout the world. <clears throat> that is why the story of Christmas continues to be told year after year. It lives on today in each of us, in our hearts, in our souls. The story of Christmas is not just a story about something wonderful that happened centuries ago. Christmas is about what God is doing for us today, right now, at this very moment, at this very place. Christmas is the celebration of God's love and is a celebration that continues throughout the year, long after the gifts have been opened and the decorations taken down. And it is up to us to keep the spirit of Christmas alive and strong in our hearts throughout the entire year. That is what our Sunday services are all about. Whether they're held in a great cathedral or via Zoom from our kitchen tables, it is a weekly celebration of the love that God has shown and continues to show each and every one of us. We are his, he is ours, from our first days until our last. Christ came into the world to bridge the gap, to give us hope in what is often seen as a hopeless world, to shine a light in the darkness, and to bring warmth to what is often a cold and cruel reality. It is also a promise to us as faithful members of his church 
that our faith has not been in vain. It's up to us now to keep the bridge open and well-traveled. God desires an intimate relationship with each of us. He does not want to just be a casual acquaintance that we call upon when we're in trouble, feeling lonely or are afraid. God wants to be in our lives always and completely, sharing every aspect of our existence, the good days and the bad days, the days of triumph, the days of failure. He wants to know our hopes and dreams and be an integral part of making all those dreams come true. There is no matter too trivial, no matter too overwhelming that God does not want to hear and know and be included in our solution of that problem. And as for those wise men who followed that star, we too must follow our own star. We all have a star to follow, a unique star that God has provided for us. It is our guiding light and our inspiration. Sometimes that star can be hard to locate, difficult to follow. Through life's hustle and bustle and trials and tribulations, it can be very easy to lose sight of our star, and in so doing, lose sight of God. We fail to recognize God's presence in the subtleties of life that surround us. We fail to see all the good that is taking place around us, focusing more on the bad. We fail to see the presence, God's presence in ordinary things, tiny but powerful things, not realizing that in the ordinary also can be very extraordinary. Our focus is elsewhere, distracted by the day's headlines and deadlines and crises. But God is patient. He never truly goes away. He stands ready to embrace us, to hold us, and to listen to us. He was always there to be found if we are only willing to look. That is the beauty of Christmas, as God is making himself known to us, clearly and visibly, to see and touch and to know. That is what we celebrate now and throughout the entire year. And especially during times like these, when it may seem as though our star has disappeared, that is no longer affixed ahead of us, that become hidden behind thick clouds so that all we see is darkness. It can be very so easily <clears throat> to come lost and to feel as though we are alone. But that is not the truth. We are not alone. Our star is there. It remains as bright as it had always been, set in the heavens at our birth for us to know and to see and to chart our course by. And just as those wise men from the East, we too must be diligent and un <clears throat> unwavering in following our star until we find what it is we are searching for. We must search the heavens and watch the changes in the night sky so that we too can point and say, there, there is my star. There is my hope, and my light, and my ultimate destination. We must all continue to focus on that star in the far off horizon and not waver in our determination, but continue to follow it as the wise men followed it, to continue to dream and to aspire 
and to challenge ourselves. We must continue to move towards that star set in the heavens, there like God's outstretched hand reaching out for us. And whether by leaps and bounds or simply by taking one small step at a time, we must move forward and not succumb to our fears and become lost in our own darkness. It will not be easy. No long journey ever is. But that star is there. Christ is there, as he has always been there for those first weary travelers. The star lighting the way and beckoning us home. Amen. Let us renew our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, he was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated on the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. May God's peace be with you. And also with you. So if there's anybody who has any announcements, please let us know. Or speak up. Remember to unmute yourself. Jacqueline, can you change the view so we see all of us? You, you can click it and see on your own view if you have gallery view or speaker view. Sometimes it puts the it. I, I would just like to say that uh, Jack's sermon was lovely yeah. and very poetic, and thank you for it. No, thank you. Yeah, I agree. I think one thing to make note of, it's it's a St. Paul's thing, but not necessarily a St. Paul's thing. Um Anybody that wants to order from the alternative gifts, you could do it for an anniversary, you could do it for a birthday, you could do it for just because you want to. Um, you can get in touch with Meg Goodrich or Jackie Schellenberger. Um, you could get a hold of me. It's just something you can, you can give gifts. Um, mosquito netting, water, water for a village. You can buy a goat. You can buy half of a goat. You can buy all kinds of different things. I was, um, the recipient of one for Christmas thanks to the carpenters. So that was really cool knowing that a gift in my name was going to a village overseas to help. And we're going to continue it through the, I'm trying to read Meg's lips the 10th of January. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Anything else? Are there birthdays, anniversaries? 
Don't be shy. I have an announcement. Mr. Carpenter has a birthday. Someone has an announcement. Who was it that said they have an announcement? I, I just wanted to let people know the podcast has the Christmas Eve and the December 27th service now. Uh-huh. And Mary, Mary, would you like to talk a little bit about the um, cooking for room at the inn uh, at the the warming center? Mary, you're around. I don't see you on the screen, but I know you're here. Mary yeah. Sullivan? She yeah. I, I, can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. There I am. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we are providing uh, dinner for Room at the Inn on the last Wednesday of every month. Jackie Schellenbarger is um, uh, the leader on this activity. So um, if you are able to um, donate food, you should call Jackie by the Wednesday preceding the last Wednesday, which usually is the third Wednesday of the month, just to let her know what you're thinking of bringing so that she can make sure we have a complete menu. So we accept uh, food, or some people prefer to just make a cash donation. So if there are some gaps in the menu, Jackie can go shopping. Um, uh, if you can drop your food off at Room at the Inn between 5 and 6 o'clock, that's great. Uh, if you can't, Jackie will take food for you. She'll pick it up and take it there. And then the next day, if you brought something like, like I did soup last time, so then my soup pot was brought back to the church the next morning, and that's how I picked up my favorite soup pot. So it's been a nice way to do our uh, community meal and also to help out with Room at the Inn, and they are very appreciative. That's the nice thing about taking the food there yourself is that uh, you get to see the people there and receive their thanks and their appreciation. So thank you for letting me talk about that. Yeah, thanks, Mary. There are two meetings that I know of this week. One is the on Zoom. Uh, one is for the pastoral care team at, um, Bob's nodding, at 10 o'clock on Tuesday. And if there's folks from, that's uh, primarily the St. Paul's pastoral care team, but if anybody from the other congregations would like to join in and talk about pastoral care and how we're meeting those challenges, let me know and I will send you that link and you can join us. And then we have just decided to have a um, ministry support team meeting on Wednesday for St. John's. Uh, I just, I sent the link to Jim Martindale. He's going to get it out to everybody. Uh, is there any other group that needs a meeting? Let me know. I can get it for us on Zoom. Um, St. Paul's is having our MST meeting by Zoom after next Sunday's service. Okay. Thank you, Bob. So MST meeting next Sunday. And one of the things that the outreach committee has decided, the St. Paul's um, outreach committee has decided, and I'm hoping that um, the other congregations will, will help with this and figure out how to make it, you know, bring it to fruition is every month to concentrate on one particular focus for outreach. And then on the fourth Sunday of the month, after the service, we will have an outreach coffee hour, virtual coffee hour, and bring in a guest speaker about that particular focus of outreach. And this month in January, it's going to be food insecurity. And we will have 
um, hopefully, uh, you know, put together some information about general, general information about food insecurity in the Upper Peninsula, who's working to meet that food insecurity and bring in a guest speaker to talk to us after the service about that. So that as the year go progresses, we will ho hopefully cover all those areas that draw us um, into outreach. Although I'm beginning to think that outreach and inreach are kind of the same thing, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, yeah. Any Anything else going on for the good of the community that's going on in the community that you all can think about that we need to know about as folks who, like Jack told us, follow the star? Is there anything that, as you think about... Um, we as a community who follow Christ would be good to know about. Jack, I love that image about all of us following our star. Like, I love that. That was really, that's struck a chord in me. But it was Anne's birthday. Of, I don't know that people know, um, St. John's for many years now have been putting up a crush and activity in the city park. And we had found out when Jacqueline was little that the group who normally did it had kind of backed away. And if a group didn't step up to continue this nativity in a city park, it was no longer going to be allowed. So different people from St. John's have gotten together and put together this crush every year. It used to be a bigger thing with a parade and Santa Claus. and um, But anyway, this year, Mr. and Mrs. Martindale took it upon themselves to bring the crush up and set it up just kind of quietly without the usual fanfare. And it's just neat to go by there. He'll leave it up until Epiphany um, to go by there and see it lit up. It's just this little tiny thing amongst the, you know, lit up Christmas trees and the lit up street. But it's just neat to know that St. John's voice is there in the darkness. So thank you to the Muttondales for putting it up again this year. And what park is that, Kathy? It says the new person. City park. It's a city park. It's right. It has many different names. It was called Briding Park. It's, it's, I don't really know the official name, but it's right next to the, um, the superintendent's office and the fire hall downtown Ghani on Pioneer Avenue. I call it the, uh, I call it the, uh, Banshell Park. Yeah, it's right at the top. It's right at the top of um, Iron Street. Okay. And, and this was originally, as I understand it, a function of the St. John's, or, or excuse me, the Nagani Ministerial Association. And last year we had a special private individual offer his crush on a trailer. We had it put up. But this year he chose not to do that, so we bit the bullet, and I have to get together with my other colleagues in that group and decide what's going to happen in the future. I love that. That's beautiful. So I guess we can move on to birthdays. I know, Dan Carpenter, are there others that have birthdays this week? You can include Nancy and me for our anniversary, which happened this past week. Oh, happy anniversary. Yay. 
Our grandson celebrated his 20th. What's his name? Uh, his name is Chase. Chase. And he's freshman at the Air Force Academy. We actually had two grandchildren celebrate this week. Emily turned 17 on the 30th and Nicholas turned 14 yesterday. Prayer? Birthday prayer? Oh God, our times are in your hand. Look with favor, we pray, on your servants as they begin another year. Grant that they may grow in wisdom and in strength in their trust in your goodness all the days of their life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us with gladness present the offerings and oblations of our life and labor to the Lord. O come, divine Messiah, the world in silence waits the day when hope shall sing its triumph and sadness flee away. Dear Savior, haste, come, come to earth, dispel the night and show your face and bid us tell the dawn of grace. O come, divine Messiah, the world in silence waits the day when hope shall sing its triumph and sadness flee away. O Christ, to nations sigh for whom priest and prophet long foretold, come break the captive fetters, redeem the long lost fold. Dear Savior, haste, come, come to earth, dispel the night and show your face, and bid us hail the dawn of grace. O come, divine Messiah, the world in silence waits the day when hope shall sing its triumph and sadness flee away. You come in peace and meekness, and lonely will your cradle be, all clothed in human weakness. Shall we your God as see? Dear Savior, haste. Come, come to earth. Dispel the night and show your face. And bid us hail the dawn of grace. O come, divine Messiah. 
The world in silence waits the day when hope shall sing its triumph and sadness flee away. The Lord is with you. And also with you. Let us pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord. And grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. For only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care. And guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth. Your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God. And sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, who wonderfully created and yet more wonderfully restored the dignity of human nature. Grant that we may share in the divine life in him who humbled himself to share our humanity. Your son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The God of peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest, we shall be saved. In quietness and in confidence will be our strength. By the might of your spirit, lift us, we pray, to your, your presence, where we may be still and know that you are God. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. O God of peace, the, O God, the author of peace and lover of comfort, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. We pray for the church. May she become a blessing to all nations, travel the world with justice and hope. God of compassion, make us new. We pray for the world, 
May we come to live as one family and grow beyond the violence of war. God of compassion, make us new. We pray for our community. May we be healed of racism and shine again like a lamp on the hill. God of compassion, make us new. We pray for the afflicted. We especially remember those we are thinking of now. May every sadness find you at its heart, and may there be grace when we suffer. God of compassion, make us new. We pray for the departed. We especially mention those we think of now. May they ever grow in faith and love, and may we always remember their name. God of compassion, make us new. God of compassion, make us new. Change our hearts, mend our lives, and lead us to any who need us. For the sake of Jesus who came, that all may be that may have life and have it abundant. Amen. Amen. Let us pray together. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Now, my friends, may Christ, who by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly, fill you with his joy and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with us all and remain with us always. Amen.
Pat, would you like to dismiss us? We can't find you on our screen. Can you hear her? Yes. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.